Welcome to the Legalpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Sager, founder and CEO of Legalpreneur Inc. As a serial entrepreneur and someone that works exclusively with small business owners legally protecting their business, I'm dedicated to covering common legal issues faced by business owners, providing you with the business knowledge you need to catapult your business's growth and showing you just how some of the world's most elite entrepreneurs have handled these legal and business issues themselves. In true attorney fashion, the information in this episode is not legal advice. This is for informational purposes only, and you should always consult with your attorney before implementing any of the information in the show. Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of the Legalpreneur Podcast. I am joined today by Jessica Bargainfoss. She is the owner of Lady Changemakers, and I am so excited for you to hear from her today. So thank you for joining me today, Jessica. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to just talk to you today. I know this is going to be fun. This is going to be a lot of fun. So I really want to hear like, how did you get to where you are today? Your background, your, you know, other businesses, what, what do you have going on that got <laughs> you to where you are today with Lady Changemakers? Yeah, the whole spiel. My entire background is in marketing and advertising. I kind of grew up in the professional world in very male-dominated industries, which I'm sure as a lawyer, you can kind of relate to that. So I kind of felt eaten up and spit out by corporate environment, especially in the advertising world. I've always had this want and need to support women-owned businesses, but not really sure how I wanted to do that. And it took me years to get to where Lady Changemakers is at today. The idea really came in 2019, where I was going out and wanting to support women-owned businesses, couldn't really find them. Um, and when I found them on Instagram, I would save them in my Instagram folders and then forget about them later on. So I wasn't really supporting the women that I wanted to. And so I created this online directory for Lady Changemakers, and I called it the Yelp for Women when I first launched it. And we launched with 50 businesses and quickly grew to we're at over 730 today in our directory, which is really exciting. Wow. Yeah. So it's a Yelp for women, but in 2021, I had a bigger vision for it. I wanted to show women that I could not only get them visibility for their listings, but I could also get them sales. So in November of 2021, we launched our e-commerce platform. So women can not only find and easily support women-owned businesses, and they can now shop them as well. So we've just launched this new platform with 25 founding members. Um, we have over um, nearly 200 products and services that you can shop on the platform right now. And we're accepting new businesses into our platform. And it's really just this need to really want to see women succeed to show that we can collaborate. I don't know about you, but when I grew up in my professional environment, it was really there's only room for one, two women at the very top. And I want to show that there's enough room for us all at the top. So this platform is really here to help women gain visibility, help us all feel really supported and show that we can all succeed and grow to the together to the top. Yeah, I love that. That's beautiful. I I love that mission. I love what you're doing. So before it was the marketplace, how did you find the women? Was it like Instagram? How did you get, find the business owners? So it was really interesting when I first started my business. Um, I really started it for myself to really, so I could find those women that I wanted to find and support and found out that other women wanted this too. So 
83% of women want to support women-owned businesses, but 62% can't find them. So here's the spot where we're all together. First, really found women to join the directory because it's free to join. So I found them through Instagram, really, and a lot of just networking referrals is how I was able to grow the directory. For my founding memberships, it was a lot of going back to my background in advertising marketing and going back to the basics and really doing cold outreach and networking. Anyone who knows me knows I am the most introverted person you can ever meet. So networking was the most terrifying thing for me to really push myself into. But once I did that, um, I was able to really connect with some amazing women-owned businesses. So either through networking events or just through cold outreaches that I did, I was able to get women to join our directory and our new platform. Oh, nice. So is it any business can join the directory and is it only like e-commerce for the marketplace or how does that work? Yes. Yeah, so the directory, any women-owned business can join our directory. It's completely free to join. Our e-commerce platform, it's a one-time fee to enter the platform. What makes us different on our platform from like Etsy or Amazon is that we only charge you a one-time fee into the platform. So with Etsy and Amazon, you're going to get charged a transaction fee, a listing fee, a million different fees that you have to incorporate into your margins and all of your calculations. But here is just a one-time fee. I'm not into memberships. I'm not into all those, like, that's just a headache for me. So (laughs) it's just a one-time fee into our marketplace. Depending on what kind of visibility you're looking for, there's lots of options to fit everyone's budgets. That's awesome. Yeah, my wheels are already spinning because I know we have a lot of clients, a lot of e-commerce businesses, and they're always looking for new channels. So that's that's really good to know. So of course, I got to ask, like, so what have you done with legal protection? Like, I'm guessing you have an entity, an LLC or a corporation. Do you have any trademarks? I'm just really curious because it sounds like you're reaching people on both ends of the spectrum with, you know, business owners and then connecting them with client customers and clients. So I'm curious, what have you done to protect yourself? And I can start off by saying that I have found legal to be terrifying at the beginning of my business. (laughs) I was so afraid of doing something wrong. Um, I joined a mastermind when I first launched my business and there was a lawyer in our mastermind and I was so afraid to talk to her because I thought she was going to point out every little thing that I am doing wrong and was going to tell me this like astronomical number that I was going to have to pay her to like fix everything that I'm doing incorrectly. But when I finally just built up the courage to talk to her, she was just like, you're doing fine. Yeah. (laughs) So I just want to let people know it's not as scary as it sounds. And it also is a lot more cost effective if you just like talk to a lawyer. (laughs) Mm -hmm. One of the first things I did was start my LLC, make sure I had that. And then I looked at other, when I first started, it was a directory. So I looked at other directories to see their terms of service, their privacy policies, um, making sure I was incorporating those onto my platform. And what's really interesting is with my new platform, we deal with customers and businesses. So I need two of everything. So I need two terms of services. I need two privacy policies to make sure that I am taking everything into account. And we do have a trademark pending because of the pandemic. It seems to be taking much longer than I would like, but we did file for our trademark. What's interesting is, I I don't know if you've ever heard of this, but so our website is ladychangemakers with an S at the end.com. 
someone has taken ladychangemaker.com and they're pointing all of that traffic to their website. Um, So I know with like, yeah. So uh, that is kind of what got me, my butt kicking to uh, get my trademark pending so that I can actually tell them to cease and desist with that uh, URL since they're not doing anything with it. Are they a legitimate business or is it copying what you're doing? From what I can tell, they're, they're not copying what I'm doing. Their business name isn't ladychangemaker.com. It's like a completely different business. I think it's kind of like a networking group. Interesting to see that just happen and just know like, okay, I don't have a trademark. There's nothing I could actually do about this at this time. But knowing that there's possibly something I can do about it after my trademark is actually going through. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, we we see that happen quite often. And lately, I would say in the past year, we have seen where they will get a domain that's very, very similar and they'll completely replicate the website and basically just scam their customers. And we get people, you know, some of my clients, you know, they're freaking out because their customers think they're purchasing from them. And it's like, how, you know, what do I do? How do I get this taken down as quickly as possible? So, I mean, we've, we've been able to get the websites taken down, but it's, first of all, you have to like find them and it's not always easy to find them. You typically you only find them after a customer has been scammed, which is very, very unfortunate, mm-hmm. but, oh yeah. So, and then of course what you're going through with a, you know, similar domain names. And that's, that's a big piece of advice I give a lot of clients because is to buy, all the similar domain names and buy the domain names before you actually apply for the trademark. Because what happens is if you apply for the trademark and you haven't bought the domain yet, there's squatters, there's domain squatters that will look at the trademark registry, see who has applied and what domain names are still available. And then they'll go and buy them and sell, try to sell them back to you. So yes, it's all a big (laughs) All the internet scammers, man, they're awful. Which doesn't sound like you're being scammed, but definitely trademark infringement, something that you need to get taken care of. So Mm -hmm. that's such great advice. And like from my background in marketing and advertising, that's also what I would recommend. But if I could tell anyone to do, just don't be that cheap in the beginning when you're launching your business, buy those extra domains because I should have done that and I did not. Um, just because I was being cheap when I first started and launching my business, I was bootstrapping it. So every dollar counted, but I mean, that would have been money well spent for sure. Yeah. Well, we live and learn. It's all good. So <laughs> we do. speaking of your marketing and advertising career, I want to go back there just a little bit. So how, I want to hear your transition from working in marketing and advertising and then going into Lady Changemakers. Were you was this a side hustle at first and then you completely left the nine to five or did you leave that? And then you started, I want to hear how this more details, how this started. Yeah. My roadmap's been very bumpy and lots of twists and turns. So in just growing up, I had always wanted to be in advertising and until I finally got to advertising, I was like, this is not where I am meant to be. This is not what I want to do. It's a very, very crazy environment for anyone who's been in advertising. And it just wasn't for me. I actually did try to go out on my own once before, create my own agency. I wanted to do things differently, show that women can be in advertising and really take control. And we have a lot to say and a lot to provide our customers. So me and another partner, well, two partners at the time, tried to create our own advertising agency. So it was two women and a male, and it did not end well. It didn't even begin well. 
So it had failed before it really even started. So me and the other woman tried to start our own advertising agency after that one immediately failed. And I just wasn't ready for business. It was to be a business owner. I, again, super introverted, terrified of talking to people at the time. So it doesn't make well for someone who's trying to gain new business um, and be in networking groups and who's too scared to like to actually stand up and talk about their business and really show what they can offer. So I was just not ready to be a business owner. Our business lasted maybe a year. What I learned from that was that I really did enjoy helping women-owned businesses. Mm -hmm. And so the clients that we did have were women-owned, and it was so much fun to work for them. I just find that women, when you really connect with the right women, we really do want to support one another. We really do want to see each other succeed. And we do what it takes to make sure that we succeed, which I find women just do that so much better. After we closed that business, I went back into corporate marketing and uh, I have been there ever since. So I actually still have a full-time job. Um, I work in tech, but I work from home. So I love working from home. Um, again, introvert, so love working from home. This is like the perfect environment for me. But I have some extra spare time to start and launch Lady Changemakers. The intention is to make this full-time and build this in- and scale this company. Um, which I was really able to do last year. And this year, we're on track for a lot of success this year, which I'm very excited for with our new platform. So I should be full-time in Lady Changemakers this year, which is really exciting. That's awesome. No, that's incredible. That, and that's really smart. And I've seen a lot of a lot of really successful women start their what is now their full-time gig. They started on the side and they it, it allowed them to really put the heart into the business where they can really pour more into the community, which it sounds like you've done because you've, I mean, even launching lady Changemakers with 50 businesses in the directory. I feel like that that's huge. Even, even though it's free, like a lot of people don't realize how hard it is to get, to give something away for free to people. It's <laughs> it, like, it's not as easy. It's like, oh, it's free. No, like you have to, like these people, you have to get them their attention, number one. Number two, mm-hmm. you have to get them to get on board with your mission of what you're trying to do. Even though, hey, you're offering this service for free, they have to see the value in that service. And it's not always easy to show the value that you can give them. So it, launching with 50 businesses is incredible. And now you have 700 in the free directory, right? Yeah, we have 730 as of today, which is really exciting. But yeah, it it was hard in the beginning. I was doing a lot of manual entry myself and just really kind of, I built this listing for you. Will you please just claim this listing and own it for yourself? In the beginning, I didn't really embrace who I, I'm super nerdy. So I was not embracing my nerdiness because I found that people just didn't understand what I was saying when I would talk to them. (laughs) And so it's like, okay, how do I talk to them in a way that they understand how this actually benefits them? Because I'm speaking too technical. Mm -hmm. Um, My background, marketing, advertising, technology, super nerdy. I love stats and research and I, everything I was saying was just going over their heads. Um, So learning how to actually speak to my customer was a huge lesson for me in my first year of business. And this year, I've really, or 2021, really embraced my nerdiness, but in a way that is really, people are now perceiving me and understanding what I'm saying, because I'm actually explaining it a little bit more. 
Um, so I love talking about like SEO and kind of deep diving into that and how you can really benefit from organic growth, which is what our platform is all about, is creating organic visibility for your business. So I just find it so interesting on just kind of the evolution that we have to take as business owners, especially as women and stepping into our own and owning what we do and understanding our expertise and how to translate that to our consumers. Yeah. So tell me, is it just you still or do you have any any part-time help, any full-time help? Um, we have some contractors that help with building out some of the SEO portions, primarily me doing everything for the time being, but we do have plans to uh, build a team for this year, which is really exciting. Nice. Yeah, that's the bet. I know once I started hiring, it's like, oh man, I need to hire more people as soon as possible. Cause it's just, right. like, yeah, it's just nice when you can actually like work on growing the company versus working in the company, it, which both are very necessary. And especially building from the ground up, I think it's very necessary for the owner, the CEO to do everything and build up to that position because now it's like hey anybody that comes along it's like hey i've i've been there i've done it and yeah it's oh kudos to you though so you yeah. are doing this which sounds like it's a lot of work and then you also have your full-time your full-time gig yes yes and i was just gonna say exactly what you said too you i have always, even in like positions I've been in in corporate, I've always wanted to know from the ground up how everything works so that I know how to optimize and create more efficiencies and be more effective. So I don't mind that I have done all the work up until now because now I know one, what I do and do not like doing in my business and who my first hire should be and how to actually build a team that's going to work really well for what we need and to move us forward. Oh my gosh. And so I'm curious, what do you do? What is your current full-time job? Um, I work in project management for a technology company that provides SaaS software for supply chain. Oh, nice. That's cool. So it's, it, I guess it is a good parallel because you're also building, are, are you the one building all the tech for lady changemakers? I built my first website. And then when we were going to this new platform, I wanted that completely done by a professional agency. So that has all been created. Um, I designed everything. I can do more of like the, the user friendly and making sure that everything works really well. But we had it all built out, which was my first time hiring someone out to do everything that I wanted to be done and didn't have to do anything. And that was just such an amazing feeling. <laughs> it is. It's a great feeling when you can hire something out. I know. I know how that goes. Mm -hmm. Well, tell, tell the listeners where, if they want to shop, if they want to become, you know, a business listed on Lady Changemakers, where do they go? So our website's just ladychangemakers.com and all of our links are right there for you to join the marketplace or to submit your listing. Again, listings are completely free to submit. One thing I'll say is that because of the pandemic, Digital adoption has been accelerated by over five years. Everyone needs to be online. Everyone is online. So there's so much clutter online now. So having a website for your business isn't enough. You need to join other people's platforms, which is another reason why this e-commerce platform exists, to give women-owned businesses another avenue to really gain that visibility that they're going to need in this new online era that we're in. I love that. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So... 
the last thing I like to conclude for all of our guests is, can you give the audience one business tip? The first one that came to mind is because I checked my website this morning is to make sure that your copyright is updated on your website for 2022. Yes. <laughs> yes. It, it bugs me to no end to see expired websites for their copyrights. I see some that are still 2018. <laughs> yes. And I, so when I see that, I'm like, are they still active? Like, so we're raising money right now for Legalpreneur. And looking at all these different like investment firms and angel investors, I go to their website and it says like 2018, 2019. I'm like, mm, I don't even know if they're still around. <laughs> so, yes, that right. Is... It's like, can I take you that seriously? You can't update this on your website. <laughs> exactly. Yes. That is an amazing, amazing, very practical tip. Thank you for that. So are you are you on Instagram? I assume they can find you on Instagram as well. Facebook. Yep. On all the social medias, we're at Lady Changemakers, most active on Instagram. Um, I love to give SEO tips and email growth tips, things that you can do to practically scale your business on Instagram and TikTok. Perfect. Awesome. You guys go check out Lady Changemakers. If you're an e-commerce business, I know we have a lot of clothing retailers listening. Go check out Lady Changemakers. We have jewelry makers. This is where you need to list your business in 2022 to see some serious growth. All right, Jessica, thank you so much for joining us. And don't worry, you guys, we'll put all the links in the show notes. No need to scribble them down. We got you. And we'll see you next time. Here at Legalpreneur, we're committed to providing a supportive legal community for all business owners. I know how scary the legal stuff can be. If you found this information helpful, I would be so grateful if you could share it with a fellow business owner. And quite frankly, it doesn't cost anything to rate, review, or subscribe to the show. Your support helps me reach more listeners, which allows me to support more business owners in their entrepreneurial journey. Have any questions or comments about the show? feel free to drop me a line on Instagram. I promise I read all of the messages and comments. And if you want to be a guest on the show or know someone that would make a great guest, simply fill out our application form and a team member will reach out if we think it's a good fit. I'll see you in the next episode.